Hello, everyone. We want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Boot. I know you weren't ready for that one. I know you weren't ready for that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, damn from you to copyright, friend. Nah, man, you play that much, man. You play that much. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like but ten seconds. Yeah, but nah, man, welcome back to another man. episode. All the surprises over there. Mace be Mace ought to be happy. Somebody trying to listen to him. <laughs> better not. We need the royalties, huh? Yeah, <laughs> he needs some. What's up, this old vet? We know that's oh, going no. to did it though. You know that's going to did it though. You know. Eh, take that. Take that. Oh. Anyway, uh, what's good, Tyler? Tyler said, "What's up, guys? What you been up what's to, up, man? man? Hope, hope you doing well." Tuning in. Yeah, as always. Uh, man, man, it's a big weekend coming up in sports, man. It's a big weekend. Ain't too much going on. Just a little bit, man. Uh, you, you know oh, what? No, no. You talking about WrestleMania, huh? That's what you're talking about. WrestleMania this week? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, we need to start talking about hitting the lottery because a lot of stuff we be talking about seem to happen. Do tell. We talked about, and it was on HBCU out. We talked about Congress and NIL mm. and stuff like that, mm. and uh, yeah. All of a sudden, Congress wants to investigate NILs. Hmm. But, but, but not in the way that people think. Oh, oh. do we want to go ahead and start there? I mean, we yeah, can. You, bro. Let's go ahead. That's good. Let's go ahead, man. Let's start there, man. Then we, we'll, we'll, we'll get this out the way. Get this malarkey out the way. So, Taylor, you say not in the way we, we think, man. So, what, do you, what was it? What exactly was Congress talking about? <clears throat> I think... Um, from my understanding, 
they trying to um kind of protect the athletes in a sense. Mm. You know what I mean? And make sure that they aren't being taken advantage of by NIL. Whereas most people thought that they were going to be coming in and kind of trying to regulate it in a sense of making it less of the wild, wild west in a sense and kind of putting more rules in place. They might be putting more rules in place, but I think it might be to, you know, make sure that the kids aren't being lied to and, you know, being taken advantage of. It's funny because that's exactly what I thought. I thought that, hey, they're going to come out. Somebody reached out to their buddies and was like, hey, man, can you help us out? And boom. Um, NCAA, uh, they keep going crying to Congress to help them with do stuff and, and different things. And uh, Congress keeps saying, all right, we'll help. And then they'll do something, and the NCAA is stuck looking stupid as usual. So, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I think that I think there is going to be some of the of the like. Let's make sure that that you know everything's being done above board. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. as far as NIL deals and things of that nature. But I think a lot of it is to protect the families and the players in a sense because they don't really know what they're getting themselves into neither, and and kind of making sure that they're not being taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, honestly, man, uh, you can't regulate capitalism. Um, yeah. You can't. I, I don't see how they could. I mean, ring stuff in. Um, it should have been a stipend system or something set up long before. Ed O'Bannon gave them a chance. The NCAA messed it up. We have have college football right now. EA, think, EA Sports yeah. College Football. I think. I think to me, the best way would be profit sharing. Um, I like that idea. You know what I mean? To where you get a – I mean, that's – in a sense, that's what the NFL and all major league, you know, all professional sports teams do. They profit share. The owners get a certain percentage and the players get a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just broken down by team to how much per team you have to spend. Um, you could do profit sharing by conference. You know what I mean? Whereas we know that the SEC, their TV deal is broken up into X amount of money per institution. Mm -hmm. And then you can divide that up into, okay, this much for the football players, this much for women's basketball, you know what I mean? And pay everybody the same. And everybody would have been getting paid. What what was the number that the uh, SEC took home last year? Was it 65? Uh, Yeah, it was something like that. 65. Let's say with student athletes, uh, in uh, you got eighty five, so you got at least one, one seventy, uh, plus the basketball. So you are looking at another two. Think you probably, you probably got you probably got around three hundred athletes. Three hundred athletes, right? Uh, sixty five mil, right? If we took ten percent of that, six point five mil, and you divvy that up amongst those student athletes. Mm-hmm. That's a nice, pretty penny for everybody. Yeah, I mean, and even if you wanted to say, okay, like, say, let's take that six point five mil, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even if you wanted to say, okay, forty percent of that goes to the football team, and then twenty percent of that goes to the men's basketball team, and ten percent goes to women, and then you know, ten percent, and then you know what I mean? Even if you did it that way, everybody would still be getting paid. Everybody, and not Absolutely. just not just the stars, not just you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, not just the highly tied recruits. Everybody would be getting paid, and then I don't see how people would be complaining. As a matter of fact, one thing that you could do, because I know first thing people are gonna say or, or an argument we used to hear all the time, uh, they getting a free education. Uh, you know, it, 
first of all, it's it's stupid. I mean, that's true, but at the same time, like they earned it. You earned it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, like I not trying to. I got a free education. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't an athlete, but I got yeah. a free education. I got a scholarship to go to school. Like yeah, and they're not the yeah. only ones. Just the athletes aren't the only ones going to school for. There's plenty of people who go to especially in the state of Louisiana with tops. There's plenty of people who go to school for free. So I mean, like I, I, that whole they get a free tuition. That's really not anything all that special these days. Yeah. So here, here's the um, the thing with that, the kicker with that, because I, I ran into that with a uh, military side. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the military side, we would get uh, GI Bill and stuff like that, or tuition assistance, uh, depending on you know, or both. And we would also get this thing called ANGAP, which was like an annual payment where they would buy books or give a, mm-hmm. give you some money to help buy yeah. books. Um, there was a financial aid counselor that said um, that we weren't. Uh, we shouldn't be able to get ANGAP and get tuition assistance. And they were blocking us from getting ANGAP and said that other students don't get that. And so we literally had to argue and fight with this with this financial aid advisor and let her know, hey, well, other students could, uh, had a chance to sign up. Yeah. Other students haven't deployed. Other students didn't, you know what I'm saying, don't sacrifice their time away from home. And so it's stuff like that. Not saying, not trying to compare student athletes to military, but at the same time, there are a lot of sacrifices that they make and where they cannot take advantage of certain free times and luxuries to where, you know, saying, hey, this quote unquote free, you know, saying scholarship or, or free tuition. Here's if you want to do it like that. Here's my caveat. That money sharing, that revenue. Go ahead and, 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 and use a part of that to pay off their tuition. I'm not even I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I still disagree with that because check this out. Whenever I was going to school on a scholarship, mm-hmm. I had a job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Me having a scholarship didn't prevent me from still making money. You're right. Well, I had homeboys on the football team that weren't allowed to get jobs. Yeah. So they got a, I got my tuition paid for. They was getting their tuition paid for. I was allowed to get a job. They wouldn't because they were an athlete. So I still don't even like that idea. Let them go to school for free and let them make money just like any other student can. Like, that's another thing. I, I know people... Whenever I was going to school, I know people who are on band scholarships, right? You're right. Yeah, they on a band scholarship, so they getting their tuition paid for. Nothing is stopping them from going and performing a concert and still getting paid to do their concert. That's so they true. can they can go to school and get their school paid for because of their talent. They can use their talent outside school to make money, but a football player or athlete can't do the same thing. Why? Yeah, you know. What and, I mean? like, oh, that, oh, you know why? That's why. That's why I feel like the what they're doing nowadays is is perfectly fine because there's been for forever. Everybody else with a talent has been able to go to school for free or get their tuition paid for and make money with their with their talent. But athletes can't do that. But here's a cat. Here's the thing about and you're exactly right. If you went and signed autographs and made a few bucks off of it, mm-hmm. you 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 were then no yeah. longer considered an amateur. Yeah. But, but is, you could be stupid. Yeah, or if you had a YouTube channel and that was monetized, you were no longer considered an amateur. Like there was so many, like because there was a kicker for UCL. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't really like there was so many ways that the NCAA was putting the hammer to these athletes saying that they couldn't make money in any way, shape, or form. So I'm not mad at them being able to make money nowadays. Yeah. Uh this old vet makes the perfect point. People who haven't been there have no idea. That's true. Uh, a student who is a model can make millions. 
Very true. Very I mean, true. that's why I was like, there's nothing, there's nothing stopping any student who's not an athlete from making money in whatever way they want to. But just because they're an athlete, they're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. But yet people say that there's preferential treatment. And if you ask me, there's preferential treatment uh, for those who aren't athletes because nothing's stopping them from making money. Yeah. I was going to say something. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was going to say something about uh, these people who who want to make, you know what I'm saying, you know, you, you can't make, you know, YouTube and but stuff. See, this, that's another thing, though, like, for the first time, I like I'm hearing people say you need to put a, a limit on NIL and how much right. these people can make. But no other time will people say put a limit on capitalism. Nobody would tell Jeff Bezos how much money he can make, but you want to tell the running back at the university how much money they can make. That's mm. that's stupid to me. <laughs> uh yeah. Chemistry major with the OnlyFans. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, hey, hey you I mean, can make as money, much as with. But if you're an NFL, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, but yeah. if you're a, a third string running back with a with a uh, YouTube, yeah, nah, that's not. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you a, a, a you know if you a, a violin player and you know you want to join the orchestra, you know what I mean, and make a little money, or you want to give violin lessons, go right ahead. You know what I mean? But if you a DB and you want to do a skills camp, you better not charge for that. Yeah, I no, do. You know what? Some you say that, and I, I, I didn't think we was going. I ain't really playing on. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Me but it's it's a great conversation. I know, I know people who tutored mm-hmm. college students who tutored and and help. Matter of fact, I know college students who got. He ain't got to go that far. I know college students who got in, who interned, who are interning now at my at. at my yeah. job getting experience, man. Anyway. Yeah, summer students. My job hires summer students every year to come work for them and pays them pretty well, too. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it's like if they were athletes, they couldn't get their privilege, you know what I mean? Before the NIL deal, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like people who have a problem with it, they're one of them get off my line type people that don't want change. Yeah. Um, nobody had a problem with Scott's tots, though. Shout out to the office. All right. Um I man, don't even know what you're talking about. So I mean they they know the people know. Yeah, I it's just pro- act like I know. It's provocative. Uh nah. I just, uh, I, I just nod in agreement, like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. In baseball, man. Uh the baseball team had a game yesterday against Grambling. Uh, the game started off as uh, as always started, you know, saying where you know hey, so put up a run and Bramley hit that three round home run. And I started yeah. to go check my Twitter account just to see what the fans were saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then all of a sudden, you know, saying LSU came back and it was like it was over with. Yeah, I checked. I checked the score like a a, a half inning or inning later, and it was like twelve to three. I was like, well, yeah. that didn't last long. Dylan kept coming in there saying they scored. Daddy, look at the score. I'm like, okay, dude, I got it. I got it. So there was some Man. people who there was some people who was upset uh <clears throat> that the game was even played. Why? Oh, you know, that doesn't help LSU any. What's the point? Gremlin isn't very good. Let me ask and you a question. I you, question. Mm, I and I, I know, but I'm just gonna ask this question. Um, does Christian Little being out there who has struggled pitching? Um, if he go he go goes out and have a, a decent outing, does that not help 
Does that not help with hey, you know what I'm saying? Live well, band? well, if you ask me, I think it helps. But if you ask those people, they might would say that it doesn't really matter because they're facing talent that's not on par with the talent that they're gonna be facing in meaningful games. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like in my opinion, the fact that Gremlin threw nothing but left-handers pretty much yesterday against a team who had been struggling to hit left-handers, you know what I mean? Regardless of whether or not they were throwing 95 or not, just, you know, the confidence of being able to hit left-handed pitching does a lot for this team. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're going to say that, you know, they were throwing 70 miles, 80, you know what I mean? It doesn't really matter. But to me, it's not always about that. It's a, Baseball is a lot mental. There's a lot of mental aspects in baseball. And like you said, the pitching, you know, Getting getting your pitchers back in the group, getting your hitters confident about hitting left-handed pitches again, that goes a long way. Even if you know facing Gremlin isn't necessarily what you would want this team to face as far as competition-wise, but it's still good for the mental aspect. You know, developing some of that and, and kind of getting in tune with some of that. Do does anyone have any issues when the football team plays uh, New Mexico or? Uh, even Southern to get back on track or you play? Uh, because, well, to a certain extent they do. I mean, like, I feel like I feel like in a way that's different in football because I feel like they they know that you kind of need to rest up a little bit with the grind of an SEC scale. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they're going to look at it. It gives you time to rest your players and stuff like that. Even though the same logic can be applied to this baseball schedule and playing Gremlin in the midweek. Mm -hmm. But I, I just – I feel like part of it is how good this team is. You know what I mean? And, like – I wouldn't. Because, I don't, because we play, I, yeah. we've played Gremlin, we've played Southern, we've played teams like that. Plenty of times in the midweek with no complaints, you know what I mean. But all of a sudden this year it's a complaint, and so I just, I don't, I don't understand it. And that's the thing. Like if you want to talk, Gremlin is in there for their conference. They're one of the better teams in their conference, so it's not like they're terrible. I mean, um, compared to this, the greatest team in college baseball right now, LSU. Yeah, they're probably not on par. But I mean, how many people are? As Dave said, what's good, Dave? Dave says all of it is useful, and Julian says it helps him because he was a starter. I'm talking about Christian Little mm -hmm. before LSU, he was a starter, and now he's in the bullpen in different roles. Jay put him back where he is comfortable, which was a starter. I completely agree. It helps. I my when you get to SEC tournament. When you get to regionals, super regionals, and hopefully college world series, mm -hmm. you're gonna have to have multiple pitchers. You're not gonna be able to go, you know, saying Friday, Saturday, Sunday, start back over Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're going to have to have a fourth pitcher. Yeah. So you might as well get some guys out there who can, you know, saying get some starts under their belt. And guess what? When they when they go out there and pitch in in, in the regionals, they're not gonna be you're not going to always be pitching against Arkansas or Tennessee. You're going to pitch against – Blake going to think I'm taking a shot. But you're going to be pitching against Southeast Louisiana or – uh, I mean, baseball team. They do. But, but they I, do. Get what you, I get what you're saying. But, like, my thing or is – Or Stony this. Brook. I mean, who – I mean, the swag winner goes to a regional. So, it, who's to bingo. say you wouldn't be playing Grambling again in a regional? Bingo. 
<laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just I feel like it's people making much to do of nothing, bro. Yeah. What's good to our fam? What's good, Dave from Down South Football Park? What's happening, brother? But uh it gets yeah. you ready, man. It get it gets it gets going. It gets the people like going. and that's another thing. That's another thing. Why would you want to go play? Who's a good? I'm gonna just throw a team out there. Why would you want to play Southern Miss midweek when you got Tennessee coming up this weekend? You know what I mean? Like, why would you do that to yourself? That makes absolutely no sense. The same way you you would play, you know, a UAB or a Troy or a ULM. You know what I mean? Before you play. You, you, you always put one of them in the middle of your SEC game, uh, conference schedule of football. You're doing the same thing now. You got a tough opponent this weekend. You put a team that you can you can beat, but you don't got to play a whole bunch of your guys. You can rest them up a little bit for this tough weekend. You can sharpen your skills. Exactly. Uh, speaking of that, while people are complaining, you have teams like Ole Miss who – has had to have technicalities to escape losses. Don't and, get me you know on that. Embarrassment. That's a sore subject, bro. That's a sore subject. Did I'm you see still, it happen again? Yeah, I saw that happen again, bro. And my question with that is, like, I don't – I'm not saying that the field wasn't in bad playing – it wasn't bad playing conditions. But my question is, wasn't it bad playing conditions in the first inning? Wasn't it bad playing conditions when Southern Miss was pitching? Why is it to the what, like fourth inning, dog? Like, I don't understand that. I don't know. I have to oh, Ole Miss. Yeah, Ole Miss has to be probably the softest, weakest returning in champion that I have seen <clears throat> in a long time. Yeah, they bad. Like so, you know what I'm saying? Sore subject. Yeah. 2020 LSU football team had its issues, but yeah. they went out and they fought. They did not say, mm, "Hey, Mississippi State, Ooh, you get but, advantage but that's of us." The, like I, you, you're right. 2020 LSU would probably, like, just off the top of my head, would probably be the closest. Or, or, or like, Cam Auburn after Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was pretty bad. But at least 2020 LSU has opt-outs and all that kind of stuff that they could, like, what's, what's the reasoning for Ole Miss this year? I guess they're going to say that, oh, we barely got in last year anyway. You know what I mean? Which is very true. They were the last team to get in. But I'm just saying, like, still, you were good enough to win it all last year. That is no excuse to be like this. Yeah. Speaking of uh, conference opponents, it's a big weekend, man. Big series. Something like that. Tony Vitello and them. Uh, I really don't like that dude. And the, and the nasty balls are coming into Alex Box. The who? The nasty balls. <laughs> I don't like Tony Vitello. Um, but I will say that uh he was one of the people I wanted LSU to hire. Um, he was. He was. I think he's a good coach, but I think he's one of those guys. It's like Jose Alvarado. When he on your team, you like him. When he Pat, ain't on your Patrick team, Beverly. yeah. You know what I mean? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. You know what I mean? Like he wanted to win on your team is cool. When he ain't on your team, you can't. That's stand you know it. what? That's something we should have talked about. T- people who you hate until they on your team. I just named pretty much. I, you can name you name yeah. some Draymond Green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. what's the dude uh play? I don't football? want Dylan Brooks on my team though. 
Oh, I thought you was going to Dylan Brooks. No, the guy, who, the guy, uh, football, uh, Turpin. Turpin. Turpin was it started with a T. Uh, big white offensive lineman had Kyle Turley. Turley. There you go. Yeah, Kyle Turley. Yeah, for sure, Kyle Turley. Uh, yeah. Uh, Richie Incognito. I was just about to say that one, dog. Aaron Hernandez. (laughs) Oh. Boy, <laughs> oh, that man said it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> uh, they said, uh, oh, oh, Julian said PJ Tucker. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that one, that one. But Tony Allen would be, be another one. Uh, Romanowski. Romanowski is one too. It's one I can, you know. Yeah. You know what? I, I, yeah, Romanowski. Vontez Burfitt. Hmm. Pac-Man Jones. Pac-Man Jones is a really good one. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a fun conversation. But yeah, yeah. but, but back, back to the baseball. But I tell him, yeah, he one of them dudes I really can't like. But I will say they uh he's very he's very Lincoln Raleigh, Raleigh-ish to me. I think he's worse. Oh no, no. I'm talking about as far as like somebody oh, who wanted I wanted. Him? Oh, yeah. And yeah, then when they when, and then when you saw him at where they at, you like, hmm. Nah. Yeah, I didn't think it was possible, but I kind of I did want. Him. I wanted him and Cliff Godwin from East Carolina. That was the two dudes I wanted. But uh, Cliff Godwin was a good. One. Yeah, but um, but he got that thing rolling though. I will say, I know last year they didn't make it to Omaha, and that was a big disappointment. But nobody wanted to see that team last year. Oh, and they made it. They just got bounced early. They didn't make it to Omaha. Yes, they did. They got beat by uh, Notre Dame. Put them out. If I'm not mistaken, I thought they got, I thought they lost in the Super Regional. Julian. Mm-hmm. Double check us. By the time you look it up, Julian gonna have it in the comments, bro. You might as well just wait on Julian to type it in. But I'm pretty uh, sure they didn't make it to Omaha. I'm pretty sure they lost in the Super Regionals. You are absolutely right. You are yeah. absolutely right. Um, yeah, but it, it got, was yeah. Notre Dame did beat them. Yeah, but yeah, they got bounced in Super. Re- yeah, so they didn't. I know they didn't make it to Omaha with disappointment out there, but they, nobody wanted to see that team last year. And this team this year, ain't they aren't as good. But they, you still don't want to see them, honestly. Like I can't believe you challenged my, my Google fingers. Said Julian. Oh, I, I really was challenging Julian, Julian, but Julian kind of let me down. I thought he was gonna have that, you know. But, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I think that team. It's a winnable series. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like Arkansas. You know, what I mean, you're gonna have to bring your A game. I mean, honestly, Texas and it was the same way because they took Game Three from. Them. So yeah, I think it's. Like any other week in the SEC, you know what I mean? You got to bring your, your A game. Uh, it does help that it's in the box. Um, do if I think you take that, if you take if we take two out of three, that's uh, a win. It's I mean, it's definitely win, but how, how bad do you think the melt's going to be? If especially if game one is depends the on how bad you lose, I think it depends on how bad you lose. Um, if you lose. Like the Arkansas, where you lose by six runs or whatever, you know what I mean? I think you're gonna see it better. But if it's a one run, something like, I don't think it'll be too bad, especially if you win up two. All right. Uh football. Football. We hadn't talked much about football. Um <laughs> but that's a good point though. That is a good what Julian says, uh Man, like your guy said, women lie, men lie, numbers don't lie. He knows how to coach. This year's team is good, but they have a different image from last year. This year is led by their pitchers. 
That's a good point too, though, because we know last year they had you know crazy bats. They were like LSU this year, All right? But this year they're not really doing it as much. Can can LSU continue to you know put up runs against Tennessee's pitching? And can LSU's pitching be good enough to overcome the bats that Tennessee does have? It's gonna be a good like strength on strength, weakness versus weakness type deal. Um. I predict whoever gets to the um, whoever, whichever batting or offensive, whichever offense can get to uh, the bullpen first, it's probably going to take game one. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think that for sure game one. Game two and three, you may – game two, you may see many Johnny Holstaff. Game three, you're probably going to see Johnny Holstaff. And get you try to get you through the series, yeah. De- depending, depending if the series is is if the series is wrapped up by game two, uh, say for instance, LSU wins, you know, saying game one and two. I mean, they're still gonna fight, go for the sweep, but I don't think you see as much as of a of a Johnny yeah, Holstaff yeah. approach in game three. I guess, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, moving on, football pro day. Uh, LSU had their pro day today. Um, Shout out Jared Bernard Converse. Man, Jared Bernard Converse with uh with the with the Jets. Man, he he brought out not just the Jets. He got the springs in the legs. You see the vert? Yeah, I did. He almost knocked hit all them things. They're they gonna have to add some more. Uh, uh, but I think the funniest part about that was the the faces of the people in the background. Yeah. Like, boy, I ain't never, I ain't know you could do that, boy. Yeah, <laughs> Bryce Young knew. Um, boy, you pity. But uh, uh, I will say, um, he kind of made the whoever at the combine sends out the invites. He oh, kind of yeah. made he kind of made them look foolish with his numbers he put up today. Yeah. Um. Uh. This old vet said, "Dang, forgot about it. Uh, and missed it. Hope someone is posting videos. Uh, you if it's you go to uh, uh LSU's football, um, LSU's football page." On Twitter, I'm pretty sure they put it on the Facebook and Instagram. My man said PJ Flyers. Boy, I ain't heard that in forever. Uh, Dave, Jay Bernard, the corner, Bernard Converse. Yeah, he yeah. ran a 4-3. 4-3-2 uh, Yeah, and then he had a 42-inch vert. Crazy numbers. Um, and I think that vert would have been top three in the combine, no matter any position, if I'm not something like that. Biggest disappointment. Kayshawn didn't participate. Well, he participated because he caught routes. Okay. He didn't he participate in the field events. He, right? Yeah, he didn't do any drills. Um I got some theories. I'm not gonna say them on here, but I got some theories about that. Um at this point, I don't know how he goes. Before round three, um, I, I think he still. I think he'll build steel for whoever he goes to. It's I agree be, with that. I just, just that's just he really hurt his stock really bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely hurt his stock. Um, that four, five, six is killed his stock. Um, because like I was saying the whole time, if he runs what we think he can run four three. I mean, he's still gonna go high just because of his potential. But whenever you're looking at a force five, that's that's a big difference. 
Yeah. Uh, especially for someone who isn't, you know, the biggest receiver, you know, size and weight, height and weight. I mean, uh, so I mean, it's it was disappointing that he didn't run, especially. That's what I really wanted to see. I wanted to see the 40 time, but I guess he's just gonna live with that four or five. All right. That's um, disappointing though, for sure. It's very bit disappointing. Uh BJ Ojolari's broad jump. Did you see Jay Wards? I didn't see Jay Wards. Man, Jay Ward jumped like 10 feet, 11 feet. Something like like. Jay, I think Jay Ward gonna be a steal for somebody. He definitely is. I know at one point we were saying he possibly jump into the first round if he continue. If he had to continue like he played game one and two. I think yeah. he could have made it there, but uh, I think I think he's gonna be like a a, a third through fifth round type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because of his versatility, he's played almost every position in the secondary. That he's gonna true. be he's gonna be like. For the Saints, he's going to be the P.J. Williams. You know what I mean? When you could put him at corner, you could put him at safety, slide if you need to. And I mean, P.J. went the third round. So just for comparison, you know what I mean? You're looking at that type of range for him, I think. So especially when you consider, you know, the, the amount of football he's played, you, you know he's one of those veterans who, who understands the game and who's kind of got a little bit of leadership. You know what I mean? That he's going to come in with. From you know leading the secondary last year, All right? Uh, some this might and this might be a shocker to some people, especially LSU fans, how, how some of them feel. PFF named Mike Denbrock number five offensive coordinator in college football, not in the SEC, not in in uh, uh specific so classification. The list, the list is this: I give you the top ten. All right, I'm gonna go from from bottom up. All right, number 10, Alabama OC Tommy Reese. Number nine, number nine, Florida State OC Alex Atkins. Number eight, Wake Forest uh, OC Warren Ruggiero. Number seven, Baylor OC Jeff Grimes. Number six, o- Oklahoma OC Jeff Levy. Number five, Mike Denbrock. Number four, Phil Longo for Wisconsin, who was a uh, formerly of North Carolina. Uh, number three, Andy Ludwig, Utah. Number two, Ryan Grubb from Washington. Number one, Garrett Riley. Let me ask you a question. What's up? If Tommy Reese was still at Notre Dame, would he be number ten? Mm. That's a very good question. That is a. Very good question. My theory? I no. don't think he would be. No. I don't think he would be. Like, if Bill O'Brien was still at Alabama, Bill O'Brien would be number 10. Or higher. Like, if Ty... If, uh, Monkey. If Ty, yeah, Ty... I was going to say Ty Haley. Lord, if Ty Monkey was still uh, at, at Georgia, Georgia, he in the top 10. And Tommy Reese ain't in the top 10. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know if he's top ten anyway. Like, still, so that's my point. That is my point. Uh, the Bama boost works for coaching too. Um, 
Man, let's talk about but, but Denbrock though. But Denbrock though, what you think about it? I think is I think is accurate. Um I think uh what what fans saw, I think Denbrock had LSU in great position. A lot of times execution was not Bingo. as well. Uh perfect example. How many times did we complain? Why are we running this play with Mason Taylor? He keeps dropping it, and mm-hmm. we could have ran it with Jack. But he Bish. opened though. Yeah, but he, he, was open. Open. he was open. Why yeah. we ain't running it with Jack Bish? Run that same play with just put it in motion, and he scores mm-hmm. the the game winning two point conversion against Alabama. Yeah, and I mean, you you saw like the way as the season progressed, the offense got more explosive. Yeah, um, I know there were games where it was ugly. Arkansas, take you know, what I mean, there were games where it was ugly. But I don't even, know if you put that you, all on you, I, I think you offense like Texas A&M. Even the Texas A&M game, you scored – your offense scored you 24 points. They yeah, gave they up did. They gave up seven, but your offense scored you 24 points. But I'm just I'm just saying opt, optically. Yeah, you, yeah, you, right, you, you know you're I mean? absolutely right. And so – and uh, and I know there was uh, – was it the Auburn game? Yeah, Auburn game wasn't optically. You know what I mean? There were games where it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't good. But I don't know how much – like you say, how much of that you could put specifically on Denbrock. I mean, offensive line issues when you're rotating in multiple guys. Quarterback times when he was hurt, you know, when playing at his best, missed some throws. Receivers weren't always, you know, the best sure-handed at times. You had times where, you know, it hits receivers in the hands, but they're not trying to raise their hands to catch the ball. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there was a whole bunch of factors, I think, that played into last year not being the best offensively, but I think Denbrock showed that he's pretty. I mean, especially what you look at, not just last year, taking what he did at Cincinnati, you know what I mean, with those teams. I, I think he's definitely. Realistically, realistically speaking, I believe that if um, outside of maybe the Tennessee game, um, the offense gave you a chance to win every game you win. The Florida State game is kind of an anomaly because they scored points. The problem was they scored them so late, but I think they still gave you a chance to win the game. And you just a lot of you know so I, I, again outside the Tennessee game, and defense faltered in, in certain you know saying points. So yeah, I would agree with that, and I would say in the Tennessee game, special teams really yeah. was, the, was the key factor in that one. Yeah, this which which special teams is going to be. Heavily watched, yeah, heavily uh, scrutinized. Oh yeah, uh, NFL man. Uh, did you see this uh, about Jim Trotter? If for those of you who don't know, Jim Trotter is a reporter. He was once with ESPN uh, and Sports Illustrated. He was then uh, just recently with uh, the NFL Network. Um, he has for the past, I want to say, three years um, when they do like the, I guess preseason you know uh talks with like the the with uh, Roger Goodell and stuff he's always asked about diversity 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 are you talking about the owners meeting the owners meeting there you go he's always asked about diversity um and there's a clip going around where he kind of last year's where he asked the question um and it was it was very well put together the question basically talked about he detailed uh the numbers 70% lead, you know, saying black lead, you have uh three head coaches in which two were just recently hired after you're being sued for not having uh diversity. Um, you have no owners that may change story coming soon. Um, you have no owners right now, 
ain't changing, but go ahead. Yeah, I don't, you know, so I'm just saying. Uh, you have no owners, you have um, was it, was it 12 GMs, seven GMs? Um, I think it's 12 presidents and seven GMs or something that, that are that of uh minorities, um, yeah. or black. And it's it's and he was saying that even in the media side of things, there's no black uh members of media in, in positions of leadership. Yeah, that's very good point right there. I mean, you got all the NFL network and all that. None of those executives. And I mean, even if you look at on whatever it is, New York Avenue, whatever it is, they that they, um the NFL headquarters. I mean what the only one I could think of was Troy Vincent. So, but but the the story here is he he brought up all these this stuff. Uh, his contract was not renewed with the NFL Network. Imagine that. And people are calling. Um, they're basically saying it, it looks like uh, he was basically let go for for pointing out their their failings and what they preach about diversity. You don't find that suspicious. I almost said something, but I'm not gonna get us canceled tonight. No, go ahead and say anybody gonna cancel us. That man, we we didn't we didn't battle through the Dion talk. We didn't battle through. Uh, all I was gonna say is sound like ESPN gonna hire him. That's all I was about to say. Hire him back. Mm-hmm. You know they all about diversity right now. Last time ESPN, no mind. All right, man. Uh, no, don't don't follow for my pettiness, man. Don't follow for my pity, man. Uh, about the b- black owner, so Magic Johnson and a group don't have fall put, for it. has placed a six million, uh, six billion, excuse me, would it be six billion dollar bid on the Washington Commanders? Uh, sounds like you don't believe it's gonna happen. You heard this before? I've heard this before, David Earp. You you like me are a Dodgers fan. You remember when, when Magic owned the Dodgers? You remember that? You remember how much percent of the Dodgers did Magic own? Mm, that's a good point. So how much percentage of the of the commanders is Magic finna own? That's a good question. Cause uh if I'm not mistaken, uh even in basketball when Jay Z was in Yeah, he was a minority owner. It was like a percentage of a percentage, but they he I, and I don't know if it um I don't know if it if it's um Okay, Daniel Williams. If it can happen, then why is he going in with a group? Tell me that. That's a good point. I don't know. He an he, owner is not he, an we, owner, though. An owner is not an owner, though. Yeah. Like, will he? Will he just be a? Because um... there's minority owners right now of the Washington Commanders, but how many of those people have a say in how that organization is ran? How many of those people? How many of those people are allowed to make decisions? Do they hire people or does Daniel Snyder hire people? Those same minority owners were selling their shares when they found out what Daniel Snyder was really doing with the franchise. So they really, they were owners, but they didn't have no say to say. They didn't have nothing to do with that organization. So just because you have a percentage doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're finna go up there and hire the people you want to hire and, be, and bring in a black head coach and bring in a black general manager and bring you. If you're a five percent on, you're not. You don't have the power to do that. Let me ask this question: um, Would he just be the face of it? 
Bingo. How you know what what just happened right there? Just by putting magic name in there, people think they got a black on them. That's true. I got to see the numbers. I don't know what all he putting in. I don't even know who I was. Well, of course, you, you don't know the who I was a part you of. Know, you just not like, know the percentage and all that, but they'll tell you if you're a minority or a majority. That's just like, uh, and I would be shocked. Player? I would be shocked if he is not a uh, if he is a, uh, a majority owner. If he's a majority owner, I'll, I'll come on this show and apologize and say I was wrong. But I, I'm highly surprised if that's the case. Yeah. Uh, who was the uh, baseball uh, team? Um, was it Jeter was trying to get the Marlins by the Marlins? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, he yeah. liked the. I don't know if he. Well, he, he, the president. he I don't think I he the owner, but he a president. Yeah, I feel like he. He went in because he had to go in with, with a group. So yeah, everybody go in with a group. Like Aaron Rodgers is a part owner of the Bucks, but he's not a majority owner. He just got a little small percentage. Just like LeBron with the Red Sox. He got a small percentage, but he's nowhere near majority owner. Yeah, let me ask this question. We can move on kind of that, but sticking with the Washington Commanders, does Lamar move down the street? Because, <laughs> you know, we talked about this, and we talked about when enemy went over there and was like, you know saying, he doesn't have a, who's going to be the quarterback. And I've seen everything I've seen right now, everything's kind of the, the, the leader has been the Colts. For what I've seen, but which makes sense, which makes but sense. But the I've coach makes seen, sense. Yeah, I've seen. Um, who's their coach? Is this is Shane this Steichen? Oh, Shane Steichen, oh. the offensive coordinator from the Eagles. They just had a running oh, quarterback okay. with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so yeah, it makes sense. That's what I'm um, saying. It makes sense. But do you go down the street to Baltimore? I mean, from go from Baltimore to Virginia, and uh I don't. If I'm the more, I'm staying away from that franchise. I know they got being me. I I get and, it. And Rivera. But, yeah, but what happened to the last running quarterback that was the RG3? That man. Different coaching staff. Different. I uh, don't care. I, I get, and I get what you're saying. Same owner. That right the now. Same owner. That Magic. Is, Magic gonna fix that though. When that's gonna go through? How long? I'm still. I'm still. I'm still waiting. How long did it? How long did it take for the Broncos still to go through to the Wallace? Oh, that's see, that's that's you know something saying? I don't know. And speaking it's of a, that, you know what I'm saying it's never, it's not gonna go through before Robert Smith started. was trying to get the Broncos too. So to your point, um, yeah, yeah, it's like this is the thing. All right, how many black owners in the NBA? One, ain't it? Look, uh, Mike. Yeah, that's it. It was. I mean, t- it wasn't two. It was the same franchise. Ironically, yeah, it's the same, same franchise. franchise. Exactly. But my, uh, point which is, was, uh, my point is, they're not feeling like too many black people start owning them franchises, bro. Uh, you, y'all, y'all do know that the rest of the owners have to approve of this sale, right? They get to they get to approve of who they let in in their little fraternity. That's why Jeff Bezos ain't going to be no owner, bro. That's why Donald Trump won the owner uh, too, and he started the USFL because of that. Exactly, uh, with the the, uh, the New Jersey team and, general, and right? drafted, yeah, and drafted Herschel Walker first pick. <clears throat> but yeah, that's my point. Like they going they gonna they gonna let in who they want to let in into their fraternity, dog. I was gonna say something. 
I'm not gonna say it. Not gonna say it. It doesn't. It, it, Daniel says uh, at some point it becomes about money. It doesn't. If it was about money, Jeff Bezos would be an owner already because he got more money than all of them. If honestly, if it was about money, a lot of them wouldn't tank their teams. I mean, that's what they don't care about winning. They just care about money. They're gonna get the money regardless from the TV deals and stuff. But what I'm saying is. If the NFL, if the the rest of the owners just wanted a rich dude to own the team, Jeff Bezos would have a team already. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some basketball, man. Um, college basketball at that. So I was looking, and especially after last night's results, um, Conference oh, USA, yeah. Conference USA said, uh, you need to put some respect on their name. Well, I, I appreciate Conference USA for uh, carrying the flag for all mid-major conferences this year and letting them be known that the little guys can play ball too. But um, they're not by themselves. Shout out to San Diego State. But um, but I yeah, got, man. Oh, I didn't put in. A, I didn't. I specifically did not put it in your notes. I got a question for you about okay, San Diego State. But but shout out to shout out to Conference USA, man. For y'all, for those who don't know, break it down for them, Pooh. They got every they got every pro season tournament yeah. cover. Go ahead. All right. Quick question. Do you know who won the CBI? I do. Who won the CBI? Charlotte. What conference is Charlotte in? Conference USA. Okay. Let me check that out. Bing. Um, do you know who's going to be in the NIT final? I I do. You have the University of North Texas. Okay. And UAB. Okay. What which conference are they are they in? They are both in Conference USA. Okay, check that out. Bing. Um, FAU is in the Final Four. What conference are they in? That is correct. FAU thirty-one and three. FAU well thirty-five and three. Now FAU they're in Conference USA as well. Bang. So the Conference USA has the CBI winner. They're going to have the NIT winner, and they could possibly, possibly have the NCAA tourney winner. So that that that, that has to be a first time. That can never have happened before, ever. It's so you've got so technical. So here's the th- the breakdown. The, with, Conference USA sent five teams to postseason play. Shout out to Matt. Before I say, before I say this, I can't take credit for this. Shout out to Renard from Down South Football. We had a conversation early, and he he broke this down for me and was telling me, and my, my jaw dropped when I when I heard it because you yeah. know I wasn't paying that much attention. I, I I'd be remiss to not shout out my boy Fox because he has a, a, a similar. Go. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, five. There were five teams that they sent to postseason postseason play. So far, they have one loss. Yep. One. I mean, technically, they'll have two. You know, saying yeah. we can go ahead and count because one, one yeah, team, one, but they, but they had they had the, 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 the championship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so, but I but I will say this: that has to, and the reason why I say it has to be the first time because I can't ever recall a Power Five team going to the CBI. You know what I mean? That's usually reserved for smaller mid-major schools. Okay. So I feel like that has to be the first time that a conference has won all three, or had to, be, you know, at least. I mean, they for sure got two of the three. Two of the three. So. So I mean, that's that's kudos to them, man. But I will say, while we're here, shout out to FAU, man. Like the program in five years has went from basically nothing to a Final Four appearance from the coach. Taking the site, the job sight unseen, and getting there and crying and saying he probably made the biggest mistake of his career and wanting to quit 
to taking them to the Final Four and having the best record of any team in college basketball this season, man. Kudos. That's to me. That's what the transfer portal was supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Stories like that of rebuilding and building a program through transfers and, and finding the right chemistry of guys who can play together as a team and make a small school like that be something. So kudos to Dustin May, man. I'm sorry. I, I went back. I read Daniel's last comment. Uh, it's not true. Uh, we're talking about the owners. He said, rich, influence, power, respect, racism is surface level. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm not, I, I, that's that's a that's a lengthy conversation we could have. I, I just, it's not Tell good. it to Brian Flores. Thank you. Uh, oh, tell it to Kaepernick. Anyway. Uh, Tell that to no, I can name I can name several several coaches. That's just coaches, not even that's, owners. That's but back to this, the basketball side of things. Mm-hmm. I want to say this: all of those teams that we named, Charlotte, mm-hmm. UAB, mm-hmm. North Texas, FAU, mm-hmm. they got something else in common. Yeah, man. This is their last season in Conference USA. They are going to the American Athletic Conference. So you mean to tell me they finna take all these NCAA tournament winnings and all this NIT money and they finna leave and go to the American Conference with it? No, that money gonna stay with Conference USA. <laughs> so if you Conference USA, when, if you Conference when, USA, when. you getting all the publicity of your conference winning the CBI, Winning the NIT and having a final fourteen, you getting all the money of your conference. Winning the CBI, the NIT, and having a final fourteen. The only thing is, you can't parlay that next year because conference USA is up right now. So I, I do want to say this, and I and I said this kind of in jest, but arguably, is conference USA kind of don't do it to yourself. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. If I mean, if FAU win out, can they claim well, the best conference? No, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because if you're the best conference, you would have had more than two teams in the NCAA tournament. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. See what I'm saying? Like, if you were the best conference, then you and UNT and UAB would have been in the tournament and not the NIT. When you look at like the Big Twelve, or when you look at even the ACC, or you look at the Big Ten when they have, and I know some of them teams lost, but who's to say if if UAB was in a tournament first weekend, they wouldn't have lost. You get what I'm saying? That's so true. I feel like I feel like you can't say, oh, they won this tournament, they the best conference. No, they had the best postseason. I definitely feel That's like fair. you can say that. You That's know fair. what I mean? But I don't feel like they're the best conference top to bottom just because of the postseason success. Uh, what's up, me at Mike? So you're gonna have to go back and catch the show on replay, man. We appreciate it, man. My uh, dog, bro. Appreciate you for tuning in, big dog. Uh, hey, me at catch us tomorrow. It's going, it's uh I, I got a feeling it's gonna be a good one. Um, I ain't I ain't got a feeling. I know because I got the inside track. Guarantee I guarantee oh, you, you know something. A, I don't know. I know some stuff, man. I done found out some stuff about some schools and I know something you don't know, and I got something. To tell you. All right, I got a question for you. Ask me about the San Diego State. San Diego thing. State. Uh-huh. Do you know who San Diego State's all-time assist leader is? <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> I do know this. 
I do know this. He a Hall of Famer, man. He is a Hall of Famer, but not in basketball. No, he's not. He's arguably the greatest hitter of all time. My guy, Tony Gwynn. Bingo, with 590 assists. The crazy part about it, the runner-up, the person behind him, is 111 assists behind him. Dang. That man, Tony Gwynn, is the all-time assist. Base basketball assist leader at San Diego State. Crazy part about it, they showed the the picture they showed of him. Yeah, man, he, with that afro, bro. It looked, like he, ate, it looked like he ate a Tony Gwynn to become Tony <laughs> Gwynn. Like, <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes, hey, we athletes, are athletes, man. Uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out. You know, what I'm saying to the late Prince, man. Who? Uh, it wouldn't know as crazy as I would have never had thought that Tony Gwynn was a baller. Like just by uh, looking at him. Shout out to the late Prince, who oh yeah, Prince was a dog was on the court, a dog on the basketball court. Game blouses, game blouses. So I'm telling you, man, it's you will be surprised some of the people who actually were really good just hoopers. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, last night, man, boys and girls McDonald's All American game. Um, it was a, it was a, good, it was really good games for for both. the girls. Game was great. Overtime, yeah. high scoring game in women's McDonald's All American history. Two LSU future Tigers out there, but I, I want to bring up the boys. Let's go. I got a statement to make. I have been critical of this young man. I have said that he was overhyped, and I have said that I don't think he deserved his ranking. But I am here today on the 20th, 29th, the 29th of March here to say that Bronny James got a little bit of game to him, man. He got a little bit of game to him. I will say, I will say that right now, and this is just right now, I think he's mostly a 3 and D guy. Mm. Um, he, he, very good defense from what I saw. Uh, I've seen him play before, but, you know, just not against – this type of competition right. on the floor. Um, like he was playing last night against legit. That's a college game. He was playing last night. Much, yeah. And so um, he got good defense, uh, quick hands defensively, good shot, quick form. You know what I mean? And he knows how to move without the ball. Well, and uh, get into those, you know, shooting spots and stuff like that. I think he could, you know, definitely come in next year and contribute to a college team. Um, I think it would benefit him to go to a team with good guard play, so he don't got to try to create as much for himself. Um, but yeah, I think he definitely an NBA player based off what I've seen. You know, what I mean, last night. Uh, I don't think like, he still got to grow a little bit more and you know develop his body a little bit more. I don't think he's a starting NBA caliber player right now. Um, but, you know, he ain't gonna be drafted for a whole another year at least anyway. So, uh, but yeah, he. <laughs> Right, I kind of I kind of agree with Levar Ball on him though. Okay, well Levar Levar Ball said he need to go to Australia and play. I don't, I'm not gonna take it that far, but I don't think he need to go to college. I you think, think he, he needs to, to uh, like a G League or or, yeah. or play in like a Euro League or something like that? I think he need to go to the G League. Honestly. Okay. Um, which college did that too? Didn't uh, um, a lot of people have done Wade that. Wade son. Nah, Wade's son, he went to uh, DePaul, I think. 
He went to he went to I college. He went to uh I thought he went to he got drafted by G League, if I'm not mistaken. No, uh yeah, well he did he did get drafted to G League after that, but he went he went to college at least for oh, a year. Okay. But um like like right now, to me, the best American player in next year's draft, in my opinion, Scoot Henderson, he's in the G League right now. I mean, you got a got a lot of like last night in the game, there was a lot of guys who aren't going to college, they're going to the to the G League. So I mean, I think it's definitely an option for him. The reason why I say that is because I think he'll get, you know, he'll be able to prove his game better if he goes to the G League. Okay. Um, but if he's not gonna be a one and done, you know, what I mean, if he's gonna st- stick in college for a couple years, yeah, then definitely go to college. But let me ask this question: Do you think that the pressure for the pressure of LeBron wanting to play with him? And in yeah. the NBA, it's push going to push him to be a one and done. Yes, yes, and I think part of the fact that whether he wants to or not, like as a as a competitor, you don't want to be drafted because your daddy got connections. You know what I mean? You want to be off your own, you know, reward and what you worked for. You know, but I will say that I think part of it is he know that. I ain't going undrafted. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm gonna be a, a lottery pick no matter what. So I think part of that is in the back of his head too, whether he wants to admit it or not. He know he gonna get picked up. Mm-hmm. He ain't finna be no disrespect. He not finna be Sharif. You know what I mean? That was on my. That was, I. That was I, I was thinking that. Um, but yeah, no disrespect to Sharif. I think there was some other reasons why he didn't get drafted. Not just. His, I think his health concerns played a lot to do with that. I don't think Will Wade did him any favors, too. I 100% agree with that. But I also think that if he did, had a clean bill of health, I think he still would have got drafted. But I yeah. think that played a part of it. Um, all right. What else with the game, man? Me and, me and the boys or girls or men's and women? All right. So the boys game, uh, I feel like referees in basketball are trash top to bottom because that game last night was terrible. It was a clear goal to them call that they missed that changed the air of the game. But uh I will say that a lot of people I know a lot of people clown Calipari, but he does it every year. He I don't know how he does it. Number two. I don't know how he does it, but the DJ Wagner kid is legit. In my opinion, the best player in the country. The kid is legit. Uh, but they got multiple dudes going to Kentucky next year who's loaded. I mean, Kentucky, they're going to be right back. With, you know, that that connection with uh uh with his dad, though, is, is I'm pretty well, – that's... No, 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 no. Don't forget, DJ Wagner is the first third-generation McDonald's All-American. His granddaddy, his daddy, and he are McDonald's All-Americans. His daddy played in the NBA and won a championship on the 88 Lakers. Obviously, everybody knows his dad, DeJuan Wagner, and now DJ, number one player in the country. Well, number two, depending on the public. He said 88 Lakers. DeJuan yeah. Wagner ain't that old? The no, granddad. The granddad, yeah. yeah granddad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, boy, like. Yeah. Uh, I think his name Milt Wagner. Something okay. like that. Yeah, he, no, no, he no. I, when I said the connection, I meant that Calipari coached DeJuan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, Memphis. Yeah. So. In Memphis, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And that um, one in NIT. There you go. Um, on the women's side, um, I didn't see much. Uh, I know uh, Michaela had a. Uh, I did. I I hate like 
ESPN and stuff sometimes. That was not Michaela Williams. That was not Michaela Williams. They was like, oh, Michaela yeah. Williams hits a three and does yeah. the gritty. I was like, no, she didn't. Yeah. She no, got the assist, but yeah, no, nah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say that um, she looked she looked comfortable last night. Um, that's not that's not I'm not, so because you say she looks comfortable. I want to ask this because it's come up probably two or three times when she's played with like the under was it under 20 uh uh she was, under the, under, uh, she was under the the u16 u17 team. u17 so she, when she's played on that team the usa team um and when she played last night she didn't necessarily take over the game that's not her that's all right so you, you get where i'm coming from because that's what i know, I know exactly people are where you're say. coming from all right you gotta understand the type of player she is mm-hmm. like She's not gonna go score every possession if she doesn't have to. Like but that's not I'm what saying, people say because people say you know say oh that's our our player hey why isn't she doing more? Because that's not the type of player she is. Like I've seen her play multiple times. I've seen her whenever she has a teammate with the hot hand, she in the game with eight assists. You know what I mean? And I've seen her where in the state championship game, her last game she played. I've seen her have 20 at half. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it depends on what her team needs her to do is what she's going to do. When she's playing in a game like that or when she's playing on the Olympic team, even though in the three-on-three, she killed. Like, killed. But anyway, when she's playing on those Olympic teams, she's playing with other talented people. She doesn't have to do as much. She gets her teammates involved more. Prime example, the highlight play with – did you see the pass cross court? Like, dime? Like – that's the type of thing she's able to do also. She doesn't have to go drop 20. She, Her game is bigger than that. Just think of it like this. She's a LeBron type of player. You know what I mean? She's going to do whatever the game asks her to do, whatever the game dictates. If she needs to score, she's going to score. If she needs to rebound, she's going to rebound. If she needs to pass, she's going to pass. She's not going to go drop 30 every night. That's not her game. Yeah, I get that, but I want it to be clarified because I know how some LSU fans are. Yeah, like she's, she's not just a scorer. All right. Speaking of women, did you see that the Iowa Louisville uh women's game has more had more viewers than any NBA game this season? Yep. I think that the Iowa South Carolina game is gonna beat that one. Um, and I think that the proof is in the fact that the cheapest ticket I've seen for the women's final four was like four hundred, six hundred dollars, somewhere in that range. And I saw one for the men's final four for a hundred dollars. Mm. <laughs> um, I didn't ask. What do you think? Uh, what do you think about LSU's chances of uh, of doing what? Being Virginia Tech. Oh, I think that'll be Virginia Tech. Okay, so you gotta, we got we we're looking at an all SEC uh final. Yeah, and I'm, I think you're gonna get the same result. I'm gonna hold my breath. I hold my breath. I'll just say I just. <gasps> Cause um, you don't think that South Carolina getting beat, do you? Against Iowa? Yeah. No, I think it. I think it'll be a close game, a closer game. I don't think they get beat. When I say close game, I mean single digit. I don't know, bro. So let me ask you a question. I don't know because bro. this this is one that popped up. This is this is one that popped up. It's Caitlin Clark. The no, hell no, hell no, 
<laughs> Hell no. Stop it, bro. Like, stop. She's not even the best women's basketball player in the past eight years, bro. Stop I, it, bro. I, I literally went down a I, – I started going down a list of people, of women basketball players that I thought was better than her, and the first three was was all from UConn. Pretty much. Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, um, Maya Moore. I mean, that's just Brianna, the, that's the, that's the first Brianna thing that Stewart, popped in my head. Brianna Stewart, Brianna Stewart has um, to be. If you don't say, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm not disagreeing with your list. Those are all. But if we're talking like college, Brianna Stewart is the answer. Like, what about what about like, Candace Parker? No, if we're talking college, the answer is Brianna Stewart. I'm like, no disrespect to anybody. Go look at the hardware, bro. She won four chips. She won three player of the years. Like, the answer is Brandon Stewart. Like, I'm not taking anything away from any of those other people. Like, yeah. Candace Parker, to me, to me personally, Candace Parker is the greatest women's basketball player to ever live. Like, I know Sherman, I get all that, but Candace Parker to me is the best of them. But in college, Brianna Stewart. That's fair. That is fair, but stop with the stop with the recent. When I saw when I saw that, call, stop it, bro. When like, I saw that, don't get me wrong, I, I she's great. Laugh. She's, like like don't Sabrina Ionescu was doing the same thing Caitlin Clark doing three years ago. Like when she was in Oregon, she was doing the same thing. Like I I get it. Like we always want to be. Oh, what's happening now is the greatest ever, and all that, bro. But Caitlin Clark is good. She's great. Don't get me wrong. But Brianna Stewart was a whole different level, bro. Yeah. What's up, Big Pressure? We got Zay. Zay chimed in. Zay been having problems getting getting to us on Facebook, yeah, man. Because you know, Zay been in, yeah. I've been they, having they to send him some money on his commissary. Yeah, they put that man in Facebook jail. Dandy, what's good, Dandy? Say, what's I ain't up, saying brother? Dandy in a minute. What's Zay, up, my boy? Been hard at work, man. You, you say, oh yeah, man. I can understand that, my boy. I can understand that. I don't understand. Her. Uh, uh, some of <laughs> no mind. Uh, <laughs> um, we it's funny. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. This man, I, I know, I don't know. Stop it, pressure. Stop it. Like, ah, oh, man, here we go. But I, like, I get it. You, you, you didn't want to say that, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. we got to stop with this stuff, dog. Like, I get it. I, I just wanted because I, I, I know me personally. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, no. I, I literally, like I said, I literally was going down the list, naming people who, not, who weren't even the quote unquote the best, but they were better. Yeah, bro. Like I can, I can ten off the top of my head, and I'm not trying. Like that's the thing. I'm like, not trying to bash Caitlin Clark because she didn't ask for any of this. You know what I mean? I'm more so bashing the recency bias of people who can't seem to remember past two seasons ago. Yeah. Um. I even threw Skylar Diggins in there. <laughs> nah, nah. Caitlin better than Caitlin. Skylar Diggins. I don't know, man. Caitlin I think, than Skylar I think Skylar was. Te- Man, if you if you put a bag over their face, who better? You wouldn't have to put one over Scotland's face. All right, That's NBA MVP debate. That's my point. If you put one, then you would say that Kayla Clark would be better. I don't know, man. I think she. Was, I know. Well, Scott was I, just good, man. She was. <laughs> bro, no, don't get me wrong. Scotland Diggins was Notre good. Notre Dame was don't irrelevant. I mean, yeah, but and she was good, but she wasn't Kayla Clark. She was good, but she wasn't Kayla Clark. Good. Yeah. She was like a uh, she was like uh, I was the girl who played there a few years ago. Uh, 
Oguma Cake. She's like that good. Gotcha. Uh, yes, Daniel. Daniel said, "Do uh, y'all spoke on the pro day?" Yes, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that already. Uh, we mind. talked about this a couple weeks ago. NBA MVP debate. Um, Who you got, man? I know what I said. I said previously. I said uh, Jason Tatum, um, but Embiid, man, it's hard to it's hard to I go against Embiid right now. Toast, man. It's hard to go against some B. Um, I gotta go with what Dave said. I mean, not Dave. Dave. Uh, what Zay said though. He said, "Ain't <laughs> <Anna>, you know." <laughs> I you know. Hold on, hold on. Chuck, what's good? Chuck, Chuck said, checking in. Oh um, my, hey, hey, I need to holler at you about Chuck too. Chuck is hilarious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no idea, bro. But yeah, I'm going. NBA, I'm NBA. going with Zay, man. I'm going with. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with Giannis. I'm gonna just say Giannis. <laughs> Press the troll. Let me say Kyrie. Yeah, he trolling tonight. But uh, I'm going with Giannis, though, man. I mean, both sides of the floor, number one seed in the East. I mean, you. Mm, I understand Joker just having a great season. I get it. I don't do you do, do not get that man three. That's no. my whole point. He didn't he deserve it last year. No. He didn't deserve it last year. So because he didn't deserve it last year, he gets that one last year, and we take the one he needs this year and we give it to Giannis. I'll even be okay with Embiid. I just can't give it to, to, to I'm looking I'm looking at Embiid numbers. That man got averaging on the year 33.3, 10.2, 4.2. And shooting 54.5%. And see, my thing, like, this is another issue I have. Like, Donovan Mitchell, nah, not quite, but he's having a hell of a season. But mm. I will say this, like, the my boy, um, my boy Julian said, numbers don't lie, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like numbers don't lie, but they can mislead the you-know-what out of you. Because, because if you look at Jokic's defensive analytic numbers, they tell you that he is a good defender. When the eye test shows you that Jokic is a traffic cone. Mm-hmm. And I think because he is a good rim protector, uh, you see the air quotes here, mm-hmm. he's a good rim protector whenever you against guards, that doesn't make him a good defender. That just makes him tall. Yeah. So I feel like when you look at the defensive win shares and stuff like that and, and you know, some of these um, – You see, you see yeah, messing with yeah, you, dog. I see that. Yeah, look at the standings, though, little man. But um, They, they finna be in the what's called. They winning now. It don't matter. Look at the standings. But uh, – But you – uh. If you look at the if you look at those analytical numbers, you'll see that he's a good defender. But watch him, and I mean he gets beat by his man all the time. So I feel like those numbers are very misleading, and the Jokic stands are using these misleading numbers to prop up the fact that he ain't a good defender. But you know, whenever they whenever they're met with the the criticism by his defense, they pull up these misleading numbers to try to make it seem like he's better than he really is. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey. Finger get up out of here, but I had to, I had to tell you what well, y'all Ichiro how he tried to play me last night, man. 
good young Ichiro story for you. So last night, I had uh, I had Captain D's right. I had some mm-hmm. shrimp. I had some shrimps. He was like, "Hey, can I have one?" Say, "Yeah." So I gave him one, and then he says, "Uh, <laughs> he tried to hide his face." He says, "Uh, he said, uh, Daddy, you ain't eating no shrimp, right? Let me show you how to eat them." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey man, he, that dude funny. Uh, me at Mike says, uh, Reese from Baltimore will win the uh, women's championship for LSU. Iowa may upset South Carolina. It's hard to go undefeated, it's extremely hard to run the table. That's very true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. However, however, I don't think Iowa has anybody else that can score. Mm. Yeah, she scored what 40 something, she scored 40. She scored 41 of they what 83 points or something like that, bro. Like, I don't that's I could be wrong, but I just don't see South Carolina letting her go off like that, bro. I mean, Bria Bill, arguably the best defender in the country. I mean, I I just think that they that much better than everybody else. They say it won't be hard when you're that much better than the opponents. I'm with, I'm with so, you. Yeah, they say so. that's that much better. Yeah, we'll put it on okay? They're just too deep, man. Yeah. All right. All right, man. We're going to get up out of here, man. Uh, you, What you got to say? Don't forget to like and subscribe. There you That's go. right. Tell yeah, me I heard him. That's one. So, but uh, that's it, man. We got anything else we, we, before we get up out of here? Nah, not really. Tomorrow, uh, apparently, going to be lit, so y'all check it out. Hey, it's going to be some... Info. I'm waiting on that. Yeah. But I right, uh you got something you got something else? What you got? We're trying to check out the merch. That, yep, there you go. <laughs> Get them right to eat your row. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh yeah, I ain't got nothing else, man. Um Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at the Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.